0: in this episode we make a real big mistake at the end welcome to the iron right tattoo podcast <laughs> we are recording. Trying something new today using the iPad to record the video so we can record in 4K, 60 frames. And we're going to see how that goes. I don't even know. Man, I'm curious what size that file's going to be. Or it's it's going to be, be
1: huge, huge. dude. Kinks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how they make movies now, right? With iPads? Yeah, that's what I've heard.
0: So, um, it's been... A couple weeks. We had to take a week off. So, by the time you're hearing this, well, okay. So, we already have episode 14 recorded. Mm -hmm. That's going to release. This is episode 15. And between 13 and 14 is when we had to take a week off. So, yeah. Apologize for that. Lots going on. Lots going on. Also, had the convention this past weekend. So, that was a lot that
1: was going on. Um it was dead, dude. The convention? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was, like, popping in and out over there. I was like, oh, there's not that many people It here, was dead, dude, dude, like,
0: Friday. Like, I want to be accurate and not exaggerate, but I would say, aside from the tattooers that were there and the tattooers who brought appointments, as far mm-hmm. as people actually walking around on Friday, there was maybe, like, 20 people all day. Mm-hmm. It was rough.
1: Yeah, I didn't, um, I remember, was it last year you did the... The, the poster, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember there was, like, um, uh, billboards and stuff. I didn't really see much of that this year.
0: Yeah, me neither. But, I mean, I don't know if maybe I just didn't notice, or, I mean, um, we are, like, kind of, we're in a recession right now, for sure. Oh, yeah. Our economy's completely in the tank, um... And that—that's got to play a part. That's got oh, yeah, to have something to do with it, for sure. You know. Um. But you know, period. period. I know what you mean. Uh. I know what you want to talk about right now. What? what? I'm gonna just say this. Hold on. You know what? I'm actually gonna give us a little timer for this. Okay. So we're about about three minutes in right now. When we hit like the 15 minute mark. We're we're no longer talking about um, video games. Okay, okay. Let me pull up the screen. So, stopwatch. if <clears throat> you are a listener to this podcast and you can care less about video games, fast forward to about about fifteen minutes. Okay. If we're not done yet by then, we'll be wrapping it up. All right. Go ahead. Start. All
1: right. Cool. So we officially started on this portion. Do you want to tell them? You tell them. <coughs>
0: you're 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 on the hype train right now. Uh, that I am.
1: I haven't even like uh, downloaded or installed yet. So, the fact that I pre ordered it twice shows how much I was like hyped about it. Granted, one was a hundred, one was five. Hyped so. about what? Let them know. Uh, Modern Warfare Two, the 2022. The pre order beta, beta. is out right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So, typically games. What they do when they're coming up and releasing a game is they'll have an alpha, they'll have a beta, they'll have an open beta. Mm -hmm. So, right now is the pre-order beta, where if you pre-ordered the game, you get beta access to try the game early. Mm -hmm. I think it's next week is the open beta. Next week is the Xbox and and PC PC one. Yeah, Yeah. but it will also be a beta for PSO. PlayStation as well, yeah, because right? yeah.
1: it's just open, like yeah. whether you pre-ordered or they not. They just get it like a week earlier, yeah, uh, a and then <clears throat> and then in October the game comes out officially, yeah, October twenty eighth. Which I never really understood, like releasing the beta like literally a month before the game comes out.
0: I know what you mean, because the whole purpose of a beta is so they can find bugs, they can get community feedback. Mm-hmm. like everybody hates this map, or everybody hates this gun, or you know this isn't balanced correctly. Yeah, you can change that in a month. Yeah, so I mean they can make very small changes. Yeah, but that's also, I mean, it's a live service game that they update every week. True. So I'm sure they're they're probably already working on patches right now, just from the past mm-hmm. few days
1: of beta that's been out. Well, they literally. Revealed the multiplayer stuff a day before the beta dropped. Yeah, that's true. Um, Well, and I mean, it wasn't even.
0: The reveal, it wasn't like they dropped a trailer. They had 200 streamers come Mm -hmm. to a giant stadium somewhere where they had 200 PCs set up. And everybody, all the streamers basically got to play the game a day early. But they played. So Modern Warfare 2 is what's coming out. But Warzone 2 is also releasing with it. Yeah, I think it's like November 18th
1: for yeah. something like that. So a couple of weeks after. Yeah,
0: so the streamers played like, I think it was like an hour and a half of Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And then they played like an hour and a half of Warzone.
1: Yeah, which uh, I played the beta. I like it. There's a lot of like changes they made that a lot of people don't like that it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Because it still plays like Call of Duty. Like, uh, the perk system thing, instead of, like, choosing, like, your three perks. I, I don't like the perks.
0: How, like, they're I just, don't. you pick a package or whatever. Well, um, no, you, so
1: you can create yeah. your own. They're not just. That's not what I saw. There's a plus sign in the very beginning uh, where okay. you have to make it. Okay. Um But the thing is, like, they give you two perks immediately at the beginning of the match then eight minutes in and then 10 minutes in they give you two uh, more perks yeah that's kind of but lame. it kind of balances out from everybody using like ghost yeah but is that are, is that for multiplayer too yeah, yeah that doesn't even like most multiplayer matches you're lucky if they hit 10 minutes yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i think if you're doing well like you don't have to wait for the timer like it just builds up does that make sense like, oh. If you're getting kills it's, yeah It, like, shaves time time. off. Okay, 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 that makes sense. I think it balances out the whole...
0: But but does that balance? Like, I understand the concept, but this is something I've always struggled with, okay? I think your perk meter should be built up every time you die, right? Because all it's doing is rewarding players that are already doing very good and then making it easier for them to do even better. Right? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Whereas like I think it would balance more if it was like, yo, this dude is getting like clapped on. So we're gonna give him his perks earlier. So that way maybe he can stand a chance. I don't know. But then it is also like catering to casuals and
1: kind of crapping on the
0: hardcore players and they always have a problem. And I think it makes
1: it better for like the UAV spam and like everybody running ghosts, because that was like the thing that like killed. Like, variety in Call of Duty was, like, everybody's running Ghost. Yeah. So, nobody can pop up on the radar, and then people would camp. What it really looks
0: like to me is they took the best parts of Modern Warfare 2019, and then they mixed it. There's a lot of, like, Black Ops 4 Mm -hmm. Blackout stuff that they've put into Warzone 2.0. Mm-hmm. You know, like the backpack thing that's from Blackout, yeah, the, the, the inventory. Like, different armor system thing where mm-hmm. like you can only put on two plates unless so you, you pick up satchel, a vest, yeah. yeah. Um, that reminds me of like you had the level one, level two, and level three armor in Blackout, mm-hmm. you know, um, the inventory system. So, and I think they're trying to maybe slow the pace of like Warzone, you know, because you can't a spam bit. UAVs and like. Mm-hmm. You have to manage your inventory. You can't just pick up everything on the ground like you used to be able to. But I also think that's going to hurt. I think the community as a
1: whole is going to have a problem with that. Yeah, because um, they're so used to the more fast-paced, just picking up everything, and then like, yeah, if you want to switch something. I was out, watching, just press... and I don't know if it was a
0: setting that they need to go back and just change, but um, I was watching Swag when he was playing Warzone, mm-hmm. and like you couldn't even run over loot and automatically pick up ammo. Like, you have to, like, look at it and choose to pick up the ammo. And even then, he had, like, inventory slots and, like, ammo, lethals, everything was in there. And I saw a point where he was literally having to, like, drop ammo so he could pick up ammo for a different gun. Because he was, like,
1: holding ammo for a gun he didn't have, which I think that's kind of silly. It is, and I think the reason why they're doing that is because of the DMC mode. That way they don't have to do yeah, so much but just programming. just make that
0: specific to DMZ. Don't ruin Warzone yeah. in the process. I think they were trying to cut corners with that. I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping that the game that launches, and I'm not a huge hater that's just like, oh, it's so stupid, I hate it, yada, yada. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think mm-hmm. it has a lot of potential. But I, I would like to see some changes that I feel like would be quick, easy changes mm-hmm. before it launches, specifically to Warzone. I think the way that you buy items, the way that you have to manage your inventory, I -hmm. think all you're doing is, those are the, when Overwatch came out, okay, um, the developers were doing an interview and they were talking about why does every gun in Overwatch have infinite ammo? And they said because managing your ammunition is not fun. Like we didn't want to do anything in this game unless it was fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, that's a, it's a good point, you know? Like, how many firefights are you going to lose because you're like, oh, uh, well, if I hadn't had to drop that thing so I could carry this thing, I totally would have won this fight. But this stupid
1: game, maybe, you know, drop my AR ammo. You know what I mean? Like something stupid like that. Yeah, and if they did something like that, I think it would take it out of the immersion of Warzone if you had, like, unlimited ammo or something like that.
0: It's Call of Duty. True. Call of Duty has never been known for, like, realism. You know? Ever. Ever. Mm -hmm. It's fast-paced gameplay. Like, why are they trying to create a slowed-down version? I don't know. That game already exists. It's called Battlefield, and it bombed. Yeah. It's awful. It has zero player base, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Call of Duty needs to just remember what they do well and stick to it, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't don't blame them for trying other things, but... I think here in, like, the next, like, month or so, they'll probably change it to where... Because they change stuff that people love about Warzone 1, like the whole, like, automatically picking up loot and stuff like that because it made it easier. Yeah. And it's less time spent looting and uh, inventory it, management. It, I just think for... You know who does it well? Hmm. Fortnite.
0: Yeah. If you... If it's ammunition... Or a stackable item that you're already holding, you know? Like minis, you can hold up to six. Mm -hmm. If you are already holding two of them and you run over a stack, it just automatically adds them to your inventory, Mm -hmm. you know? It does it well. It does it well.
1: Yeah, and I think the simpler, the better, for sure. Um, And I think they're just trying to make it too in-depth for, like, the actual, like, immersion or whatever yeah like and i think it's too much like I, I, I and that's what i'm saying like i don't like that you have to buy weapons and you can't just pick a load out i know
0: that's what, and, and I, that's what i'm saying and these are changes that like and that's the thing is the entire community as a whole has always been really good about agreeing on we hate this aspect of this game mm-hmm. change it and Call of Duty, as a whole, has always changed everything but the thing that the community is complaining Yeah. About. Like, they're so bad about that. They'll make these changes that nobody asked for. But everybody, every single player is like, hey, bring the car 98 back. That thing sucks now. He ruined it. We just want it to be good again. They're like, yeah? Well, how about a new map? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this map is ass. Nobody wanted yeah. this. We just want the car 98 back. Or okay. like,
1: um, how about zombie mode? I like, saw... <laughs> I saw uh, there's this person that, like, does, like, cod leaks and stuff, and he's like Charlie Intel. He had played alpha, and they had, like, the red dots on the mini-map, and he pointed it out. They're like, oh, yeah, we like this change. They're like, oh, that that's a bug. That's not supposed to happen. What, like, enemy dots were on the map? Yeah, like, you know, if you shoot without a silencer, yeah. like the old games, it would pop up as a red dot for, like, two seconds or whatever. They took that out. But on they the, have it on the compass, but that's still not as, like, precise, yeah. and you're, like, tilting your head up. I thought
0: I thought uh, the red always showed up if you shot an unsuppressed weapon. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't happen in Warzone? Um, I don't think I'm so. I'm pretty sure
1: it does. If you have a UAV. I thought if you shot an unsuppressed weapon. Hmm. I'm talking about Modern Warfare 2. Oh, when they played the alpha, they yeah. saw they had the red dots, and they were like, "Oh, this is a good change." You are like, "Oh, that's that's a bug. That's not supposed to happen."
0: See, that's what I am saying. Yeah, it's
1: it's like it's almost like I don't know.
0: I don't know, man. And again, I don't want to just be one of those naysayers and haters, but just listen to your community. Yeah, you know, because every time I hear a complaint from someone, it's usually something I agree with, mm-hmm. and then the comment section is just full of people agreeing with. Yeah, me. there is a this much, you know. This much of the community wanted slide canceling removed. A tiny microscopic amount. Everyone else that devoted time to get good enough at the game to slide cancel wanted it in there. So what did they do? Modern Warfare 2?
1: Remove slide canceling. See, and that doesn't bother me. It bothers me. But what really bothers me is like the people bunny hopping. That that really irritates me. That's why I didn't play Black Ops four. Every time I would come around the corner, it's just somebody bunny hopping. But yeah, and getting no. better shots.
0: However, bunny hopping, uh, drop shot, to me, it's the same as slide canceling. It's a skill you pick up based on the game, yeah. and I think it's stupid to nerf the game. That's what they're doing. They're nerfing their own game, you know, to remove. And, and they're like, oh, slide canceling is an exploit. It wasn't supposed to be part of the game. I'm like it, it's literally just the game. Working in the way that you programmed it to work. Yeah, and people finding. I don't think exploits are cheating. There's no no coding. There's no like outside program affecting the game. Mm -hmm. You're just taking advantage of the way the game was programmed. When are they going to ban that Cronus Max though? Supposedly they should have already. If Anti Ricochet is doing anything, doubt it. I well, know there's uh, a couple the, people
1: ban that Nadia though. That's uh, the real <laughs> I saw Fortnite they put out a thing it was like uh they were banning like editing like their anti cheat or whatever and it was like included but not limited to Cronus Zen, Cronus Max. Mm. So I think that's like the biggest problem, and I'll, I'll tell you it's see uh, it, one thing that really bugs me is the people that buy the damn scuff controllers. Why? I Just hate it. It's it's
0: really not any better than a standard controller. It just controller. has the jump It buttons. just has paddles. Yeah. But you can go out and spend $30 and add paddles to your controller right now. You know? I, I mean, think it, that's what
1: bothers me, the paddles.
0: I don't... I don't... Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like that. That doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me. Because it's... uh I don't know i mean because you could make the same argument that uh pc players set up macros which is Mm -hmm. is no different than adding another button to a controller you know what i mean like and i I have a bigger problem with a pc player setting up a macro because now i feel like you're using like outside programming to affect the game you know yeah whereas like with adding paddles you're not using like all i don't know i mean it's it's a gray area.
1: Well, I think I don't think there's also... anything like
0: morally wrong with it. I mm-hmm. don't think you're cheating. I think if you have the hundred and eighty dollars to drop on a scuff, it will give you a competitive advantage. But you can make the same argument that adding a five dollar joystick extender also gives you a competitive advantage. It does, you know, <laughs> like it makes your aim a lot more precise. It's five dollar stick,
1: you know, or the little covers that go over. I yeah, have those.
0: that's what I'm saying. The little extender that you just like click on top, mm-hmm. you know. Same and deal. It worked. It's no different than adding a paddle. True. You're not adding a button that gives you auto-aim. You're just remapping jump from thumb to finger. I don't know. You know? I think it's just
1: because I hate bunny hoppers. I think that's what it is.
0: I think you need to just get paddles. No. You know?
1: I'm not going to be one of those people. I can't do that. That'd be disrespectful to myself.
0: I think you're nerfing yourself. You're giving yourself a competitive disadvantage and we've talked about this before, is the hipster mentality. You know?
1: These are panels.
0: Listen, I bought For gaming. I bought a dildo tattoo pen. huh Okay. I'm a traditional tattooer. I like my coils. Right? But if I'm unwilling to evolve and try new things, then I am putting myself at a competitive disadvantage. You understand what I'm saying? I get you. If my neighbor, the tattooer down the street, is trying all the new things, and he's super successful at it, and his tattoos are improving, and they're healing better, and this and that, and this and that. And I'm not even saying that's what happened with the dildo. Overall, I don't really like it that much. It's good for very fine line things. That's it. That's all I like it for. However, I had to be willing to come out of my comfort zone and try it to determine whether or not I like it. I've bought paddles. I don't like them because of the way I hold my controller. I am always accidentally hitting those buttons, mm-hmm. you know, but I tried them. I think you should try them. I'll give it a chance. I mean, okay. like I say, it's like 30 bucks. It just clicks onto your controller. Off if the you don't Xbox like one? it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm at Walmart. I've only seen the PlayStation ones. No, they got them at Walmart. I had the Xbox ones in my house. I just gotta find them. Uh, Anyway, I think we have more than hit the fifteen minute mark talking about almost two minutes
1: over. Almost two minutes over.
0: So I apologize to anybody that did fast forward to skip past the video game stuff. But I think we can put the video game stuff to rest now and talk about something else. That having been said,
1: what are you watching these days? Oh, man. I thought we were getting off the video game thing. What are you watching? You've been watching YouTube. Streamers and YouTube? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Um Because I don't think just I've watched anything. She-Hulk like... twerking no, on
1: repeat? No, 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 never. I
0: saw this TikTok. What? And it's literally a TikTok that was a video of a podcast, and now it's being talked about on another podcast, so I don't know if I'm just stealing podcast content at this point. But the guy was talking about the the Hulk... Sonic Boom, oh, like, where yeah. they clapped their hands together. Yeah. And he said, what if, when she was twerking, like, she twerked yeah. a little too hard, and mm-hmm. her cheeks did, like, a Sonic Boom. Killed Megan Thee Stallion, Yeah. Just splattered her all and, over And uh, wall. And Stanley. We only got to finish it. <laughs>
1: but I had to make sure it was the right one. Uh Yeah,
0: She-Hulk is terrible. I think we already discussed that. Oh, we discussed um, it several times. And um, it's not just bad storytelling. It is very bad storytelling, but even, like, the production quality seems to be. Oh, yeah, the CGI is terrible. Yeah, like and sometimes, like, it looks pretty good, and then other times, it's just, like, man, like, her, her like, linen suit looks like it's made out of, like, vinyl, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't move naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, It looks like a, a deep fake is what Kinda, it looks like yeah. to me. Like, like, if there was a real She-Hulk, but then they
1: deep-faked someone else's face onto her. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And I think the whole show is probably rushed, for sure, just to make as much money as possible.
0: And why is this the story they chose to tell? Like, her being a lawyer and not know. wanting to be a Hulk. I don't know. I've read very few of the She-Hulk comics, but I remember her being a Hulk. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember her doing
1: superhero stuff, not in court. I don't I don't get it. I don't know what Marvel is thinking of right now. They got so much stuff planned out and they just need to put out filler stuff. I think that's what this is. They just is. own
0: too many IPs. Yeah. And they and they literally want to monetize every single one of them. And it's like just cuz you own the IP doesn't mean you have to make a show of it. I
1: want to know who uh requested Eternals. Probably the yeah. same <laughs> woman the green lit she-hulk probably
0: both get, terrible decisions i'm gonna get into trouble for that one i'm sorry <laughs> <clears throat> but i bet if we if we followed followed the trail the of paperwork back you know anyway i'm not saying you're wrong anyway
1: that um, having been said um i will say um as background noise like in and out I've been watching the new Beavis and Butthead series. Oh, uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't even touched it. I'm so over,
0: like, adult animation. It just doesn't yeah, do it for me Yeah, I kind of am, too. I could see that one maybe as, like, a nostalgia thing, you know? Well,
1: it's, like, more modern now. Yeah,
0: yeah, I understand, because it's a reboot that is, like, for our time. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, if they were to reboot, like, Hey Arnold. I'd probably Mm -hmm. like it purely for nostalgia Yeah. versus, like, you know, the shows like the Big Mouth or the F is for Family, any of those, like, newer adult cartoons. I'm like, you're just trying too hard. Like, these aren't likable characters. This isn't a likable story. I Mm -hmm. feel like, speaking of getting into trouble for saying something, I'm going to say it. The target audience of those type of shows are low-functioning people. Yeah. Uh and people I, that sit at home and just like people that think that smoke weed adding adding uh swear words and like sex and drug jokes yeah. is like the the highest form of comedy, you know? People that are way too easy to entertain. All you have to do is like be vulgar and they're like, "Oh, best show ever." Like yeah. it's it's for lunching long- feet for low functioning people and I think Shows like that existing are the direct result Of how many low functioning people We have in our society today You know it's like a snake eating itself You know what that sounds like It's creating low functioning people So that it continues to entertain low functioning people Sorry if you like those shows It's called programming Yeah it is Why do you think television programming Is called programming You know Why do you think it's called a TV program because it was designed for one purpose To anesthetize us Good little sheep Get in line You're just <sighs> hitting all the points today huh Trying to get cancelled today but... <laughs> um, Speaking of cancelled uh, Did you hear that Biden officially said um, That the pandemic is over
1: No I didn't
0: uh, You know I was whew, I was worried about that <laughs> Thank you daddy Biden we were, we were all on the edge of our seat. <clears throat> I'm really glad you chocolate, mm. chocolate chip. Yeah,
1: glad he got us out of that one. Uh, Thanks. No, no, was it this morning? Uh, before I left, um, my mom was watching TV. Uh, look at the TV, and the news is still covering like the Queen, like what? being transported. I was like, it's
0: been a week. I forgot she was even existed. That's how quick the programming of social media. Has forced my, you know, I'll look back on trends, like TikTok trends, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, man, that was such a good trend. That was so long ago. Like, man, that was so funny. I wish that would come back. And I'll realize it was like three months ago, you know? It feels like it was years. Yeah. It feels like like the queen died two months ago. And that was like
1: last week, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. I don't know why they didn't just put her on a plane.
0: I don't understand why we care.
1: Oh, I don't. I'm sorry. She was a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Cancel me. Terrible. Look it up.
0: Bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bit odd, isn't it? Yeah. Uh. I. Well, the idea of the royal family in general, because they're not oh, yeah. even the lawmakers. It's literally
1: just like a. It's like celebrity. celebrity. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. And then what? What? Uh. What son was it that disowned them? I can't remember. Was it Harry or William Hunter? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I don't know. I don't uh, I, I could but he give, like I distanced himself, uh, and I think it was because he found out like his mom was murdered. I could care absolutely less. I'm trying to think if there's anything in the
0: world I care less about than the royal family um, and the fact that a two thousand year old woman died, and people are surprised by that. I got it. She was a million.
1: She was a million, million years old. Oh, yeah. She's got to die at some point, yeah. you know. You know, Betty White, upped her. Betty White was ninety nine. The Queen of England was ninety six. Dang. America's two and zero. Oh. Biden's like one hundred and twenty seven. <laughs> so,
0: we're killing it, right? I'm I'm calling it. Got to get some of that reptilian
1: blood, dog. Do you think during his presidency he's going to, I? Th- I would have thought Massive. it would have happened by now. Me too. You know? Whether it be natural or unnatural. Just I don't saying. know. I don't
0: know. Because it depends on what the end game is, right? If Because I think that might have been originally the plan. And they hung a lot of bets on Kamala. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then they got them elected. And then they realized, like, wow, everybody hates Kamala. You know? Mm-hmm. Everyone hates Biden. Like, I think the plan was, let's get Biden out of office. We'll say he died, something like that. Kamala's the new president. And now I think they realize like the only person that might be more unpopular as a president than Biden would be Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. So I think now it's like this big rush. And this is all conspiracy shit. I have nothing to substantiate these claims, but I believe them with my whole heart. Now what they're trying to determine, who has a better chance of being reelected? You know, Biden or Kamala? Like, when do we, when do we kill him off? When do we like write him off this season? You know,
1: <laughs> I don't see them ever coming back. Hopefully,
0: I don't see. If, you know. I mean, if they do, though, there is not a person on the face of this planet that can, with a straight face, say that there is no election fraud, because Biden has literally the lowest. Approval the rating lowest approval rating in the history of our country, including Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm supposed to believe that a record number of people voted for this man. I don't think anybody with a brain and a IQ would kids these days. On that note, we really are trying to get canceled today. We're coming up on the first ad break. (laughs) I'm going to go outside and change the channel before this goes (laughs) way off the rails. We'll be right back.
1: Feeling kind of early two thousands today, like musically, style uh, wise, n- style wise, the way you're dressed. Yeah, like the baseball tee and the trucker hat. I'm just missing some uh, see that. true religion jeans or something. <clears throat> you know,
0: like bedazzled butt pockets. Eh, I wore girls pants in the early two thousands, so I might not be the one to talk to. Uh, I found this interesting story. Okay. Okay. Scrolling the interwebs. Story time. Story time. Because this is something I had never heard about. Have you heard about the day that Pepsi was responsible for the death of five people? No. Would you like to? Yes. Okay. Everybody settle in. It's story time. (laughs) So this is in the early 90s, okay? It's 1992. Okay. So Pepsi, and we probably haven't heard about this because it didn't take place in America. It took place in the Philippines, Mm -hmm. all right? Pepsi decided they were going to run this um, contest, okay? This is 1992, and it's basically like a lottery. So what they were doing was printing numbers on bottle caps, and then every night on the news, they would release the winning number for the day, okay? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and if you won, you won a million pesos, which in the Philippines in the 90s, like it's a life changing amount, of, amount mm-hmm. of money, you know what I mean? So, they had a computer controlling everything, right? They had a list of you know 999 numbers because it was mm-hmm. a three three digit number, and um, they had designated which numbers were going to be the winners, okay? And essentially, they made it to where there could only be like five winners total, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, <clears throat> so. This is going on. Uh, the contest was called Number Fever. Okay, so um, if you had the Pepsi bottle cap with the number, you won a thousand pesos. Okay, and the entire country. So Pepsi reported that like over six hundred thousand people, which was like half the country, was mm-hmm. uh, participating in this. People were like stockpiling bottle caps. People were like digging through dumpsters and trash cans trying to find bottle caps. Like. It was like a, a thing, you know? Everybody mm-hmm. in the country was like talking about it. They were playing it. Everybody was buying Pepsi, trying to get it. Um, so what happened was the contest ended, but it was so successful that Pepsi decided to extend it another five weeks, okay? And then this is this is when everything went downhill, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they were, like I said, they were in complete control of how many winners there were, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, But the computer program... So what happened was the computer program had already decided that the winning number, 349, was a non-winner, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but on the news, due to a glitch in the computer system, they announced that as a winner. Now, literally, uh, it says here... <sighs> So, because 349 was designated as a non-winner, the bottled plants printed thousands of them. Um, Over 600,000 349 caps were circulated in the Philippines, okay? Mm -hmm. So, as soon as they announced this, like it just erupts, it explodes. The whole Philippines explodes. There's Pepsi factories and bottling plants in the Philippines, mm-hmm. so hundreds of people are rushing these places, wanting to claim their money. Right? Yeah. Um, it got to the point that like Molotov cocktails were being thrown at factories and like Pepsi trucks driving down the road. Like it was Dang. riots. Like the whole country exploded. Five people actually wound up dying in those riots and protests that happened. Um, And this went on for like over a year until eventually uh, a guy, he was a pastor, I can't remember his name, but he started something called the Coalition 349 where they actually like got lawyers and stuff involved to try to sue Pepsi. And they got like over, it was something like 800 or something like that people that were like all supposed 349 winners to like go to court and fight Pepsi over it. And it actually in me did it turn out in their favor? It didn't even say the ending of the story. It was just focused on like the five people that died. That's so I don't crazy. even know how it was settled outside of court. Um I I wonder if I could google probably um, did coalition 349 win. That's a good question. Um, what happened? Pepsi three four nine. Is Pepsi still in the Philippines? Uh, yeah. And see, that's okay.
1: Well, I don't know. I figured it would be compensated in some kind of way. You know? Yeah. So forty
0: thousand dollars is the. American equivalent to a million pesos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, not knowing they accidentally sent $32 billion worth of winning caps to the Philippines. So if they had actually paid out everybody that won, it would have been $32 billion. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Pepsi realized they can't just walk away without paying anything. This is from better marketing dot pub. Um, they make an offer of $18 to each patron which came out to 8.7 million in total payouts versus the original budget of 2 million so they yeah. actually had to quadruple their budget but even that still would have just came down to $18 a person which is you know all because they messed up because and it's not even that they messed up as much as like the news the computer program messed yeah. up you know it was literally just like a glitch you know um yeah so at the end of everything pepsi's total combined loss between physical legal and brand equity costs was over 20 million their market share would plummet and it took years to rebound um yeah and it still never says what happened with that litigation at the end, because that over 20 million was, I'm assuming, including property damage, the trucks mm-hmm. that got set on fire and everything else. That's crazy. So Pepsi, as a company, has got a body count at least five confirmed.
1: I guess the moral of the story is, uh, drink Coke. dang. You I know? wonder if Coke has a body
0: count. That's the research we need to <laughs> well, do. Right sure there. they do, you know. If, if we're not talking With about the... diabetes and sugar comas well, and I'm things talking like about that. that old recipe, you know what I mean? Okay. okay. You know? Ooh, Heart attacks. That cocaine cola. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Man, that was an interesting great. story I had found. I thought I'd like to share that. Thought you guys would like to hear that. And uh the end. Sorry, it's not a happy story. That's it though. <laughs>
1: It is crazy, though. I'm trying to think. Because Pepsi's been a long, been around for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm sure it came out not too long after Coca-Cola. And I'm sure, like, the guy who made Pepsi came from Coca-Cola and decided to make his own um, or something like that. Damn. Okay, okay, okay.
0: PepsiCo was founded in 1965. However... On August 28th, 1898, uh-huh. Pepsi Cola got its name. Beginning in 1893, a pharmacist developed, uh, his name was Caleb Bradham, developed and began serving a carbonated drink he called Brad's Drink. <laughs> Way to uh, go, Brad. Yeah. He, man, it, wouldn't it be weird if that stuck and you were like, oh, you guys got Coke or Brad's drink? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get one of them uh, them cold Brad's, you know yeah. what I mean? I'll take a Bradley, please. <laughs> um, after renaming, Bradham managed to purchase the name, the trade name Pep Cola from a New Jersey company. And in 1902, mm. he incorporated the Pepsi Cola company under the North Carolina law. Shortly thereafter, he registered a patent for the formula business quickly grew so it looks like officially 1902 is when he bought pep cola the name so i think the rest is history but dang pepsi 1898 1898 let me check well it said
1: 1893 is when he developed it let me see when coca-cola started dang is pepsi og that's what i'm trying to find out right now and coke
0: just kind of bullied him what was that year 1898. Well, he developed it in 1893, but then it said 1898
1: is when uh, Pepsi Cola got its name. I'm seeing here on Google, somebody asked, when did Coca-Cola originally come out? 1886. Yeah. Let me check Dr. Pepper. So they were back there just
0: chugging, dude. When was ice invented?
1: You mean, icy. No ice. Because you, you gotta
0: have like a little ice oh. in your coke. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean.
1: It's just not the 1885, same. Eighteen eighty-five, Dr. Pepper. Ice. Oh no, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. You know the memes where it's What's... like, uh, like ice invented. Yeah, like this yeah. year, like the people before ice. I... <laughs> yeah. What uh, wh- what was
0: the OG Dr. Pepper? Is it Texas, the one in Dublin? Um, or is because
1: I know there's Dr. Pepper and then there's Dublin Dr. Pepper. One year before the invention of Coca-Cola, a young pharmacist named Charles Alderton began experimenting by mixing different fruit flavors together at the old corner drugstore on 4th Street in Austin Avenue. In Austin, Texas? No, I would assume where the museum is at. Let me check. In Dublin. Uh, da, 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 da. No, in Waco It was in Waco 1885
0: Waco hey. I think that's why all Texans love Dr. Pepper so much
1: I would think so It's like a patriotic state yeah. pride thing You know what I mean Um, I like Diet Dr. Pepper Even though I know it's not as good for you But whenever yeah. I drink regular So like, you know when you like Feel the burp like coming up yeah. When you drink soda Dr. Pepper, it always comes out my nostrils, and like it gives me okay. like a burning feeling, and it's only ever regular dr. Pepper um
0: The original formula for mountain dew is nineteen forty It came along much later mm-hmm. um What I always found interesting about that. Uh, Tennessee beverage bottlers Barney and Allie Hartman, revised formulas created in 1958. Um, so, if you ever look at the OG logo, it's like a cowboy or whatever. Right? Yeah. It, well, it's like a, it's a moonshiner. Mm-hmm. Like he's holding like a little bottle of liquor because Mountain Dew was invented as a mixer for moonshine specifically. Mm. That's like where it came from, uh, which goes back to the whole. Like that's why it's called Mountain Dew because it was like mountain men were moonshining on mm-hmm. the mountains, you know, yada yada yada. And I think Mountain Dew's my faith. Out of all the
1: sodas, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of hard to pick. It depends what I'm eating, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> if I am drinking soda, a diet Dew or a Dew Zero, yeah, It just they Sprite be hitting hit sometimes too. Yeah, you know if
0: it's Mountain, if it's a McDonald's Sprite, I could get with you on that. McDonald's Sprite, uh, a Route 44 Sprite Zero from Sonic. From Sonic, definitely hits different. I feel that. I think it's in the ice. You know it what just mean? depends on like whether or not I'm trying to obey my thirst. You know. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you are. Okay, LeBron. Yeah, you remember those weird Sprite commercials? Yeah, all the time. was, <laughs> like claymation, some random like rapper or basketball
1: player, and yeah, again? you. Kn- you know what flavor of Sprite I'd never liked, and I never understood why. Sprite Cranberry. I don't think
0: any flavor of Sprite is good. Like Sprite OG is good. Yeah. Everything else Sprite's ever tried to do has just not worked. Like Mountain Dew comes out with these different flavors, and they're actually good. Yeah. Uh, that Spark. Whew, man, it's good. The, I don't like them. I don't like flame the melon hunt. mania, but the Spark is so good. Uh When did this become The history of sodas what are I do What know. are we doing right now I don't right? know What are we doing right now I don't know I don't
1: even know What we're talking Everybody about Everybody drinks beverages they That's can, true They can relate That's true I
0: wish we had like A good conspiracy About beverages Well It's not a conspiracy It's just programming There's five confirmed deaths <laughs> Under Pepsi's belt
1: Would that put them reigning champ or Here's what I want to know Um <coughs> how many,
0: sorry, I'm Googling. Oh, we can hear it. Um, I'm looking up serial killers versus mass murderers. Like, how many deaths does it take to be considered one? You know what I'm saying? Um, hmm. How many deaths is a mass murder? There's got to be, like, a, a number, like, a hard number that they classify. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I hate when I have to Google on the show and I can't, like, immediately find the answer I'm looking for because then it just becomes, you know, yeah, me, me going, um, uh, uh, hold on.
1: Uh, 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 uh. These are just statistics about mass shootings, not actually, like, maybe there is no difference. There's not a set number.
0: Okay, let's do this. Mass murder definition. I, I think um, that it would be safe to classify Pepsi as a company, as a mass murderer. Is that fair? I mean, five deaths over one incident, That's that's that seems like a mass murder to me.
1: Did you uh, read the definition of mass murder?
0: Yeah. A person who commits mass murder. <coughs> That's <coughs> what it says.
1: It says it's an act of murdering a number of people. But what's uh, the number? a rel- relatively short period yeah. of time. Oh, listen to this.
0: Dictionary.com. Mass murder. Noun. The murder of a large number of people. Duh. But then you know how they have a little sentence that like uses it as an example? The mass murder of approximately 6 million European Jews
1: during World War II. Well, this... That's the one they went with, huh? Granted, it is Wikipedia. Okay. But it says, 26 Republicans were shot dead by fascists that belonged to Franco's regime at the beginning of the Spanish Civil War. Yeah. So I'm going to go out and say it starts at 26. Is that, is that what we're going with here?
0: That's, that's my final answer. A mass murder may be committed by individuals or organizations, whereas a spree killing is committed by one or two individuals. Mass murderers differ from spree killers who kill at two or more locations with almost no time break between murders and are not defined by the number of victims and serial killers who may kill people over long periods of time. The incidence of mass shootings are continuing to increase, yada, yada, yada. Uh, But there was something I read there that I found interesting. A mass murder may be committed by individuals or organizations, whereas a spree killing is committed by one or two individuals. So Pepsi would be an organization. Yeah. It's a company. So I think that answers our question. Pepsi Company confirmed mass murderers. Sorry, I don't make the rules. I just connect the dots. Now would be a good time if you are an avid listener supporter of the Iron
1: Right Tattoo Podcast.
0: You should probably switch to Coke.
1: Thoughts? It's not Pepsi. You you feel less guilty? Do you do you support mass murder? <laughs>
0: I know who does. This is the cancel episode. You know what I want to cancel today? Mass murder. I'm canceling it. You're done. No, what is it? You cut off. <laughs> no more. I said it. That's right. I just saved the world.
1: <laughs> Man, what are we what do we doing? I don't know. I don't know. What are know. we doing? We went on a tirade of Pepsi being mass murderers.
0: Well, I can't stand for it. I don't care how delicious your product is, <laughs> even if it is just second-rate Coke. I said that too.
1: Ooh. All right, you. However, I think Mountain Dew is owned by Pepsi. Okay, you gotta rank these three. Okay. Coke, Pepsi, RC Cola. Yeah. <laughs> what? Which one? I just made my pick. Uh, what's your top pick?
0: Sam's Choice Cola. <laughs> no, uh, Coke. Coke. If those are my if those are my options, what I'd go second? Coke but it would probably be coke zero. What second? Probably Pepsi, honestly. Uh? Honestly. Uh there is a wild cherry Pepsi zero. That mm. goes really hard. I'd so yeah, I'd have to I might that might actually take the top slot. But if we're just talking straight up Coke, Pepsi or, you know, any of the cola cola products, I I'd, I'd have to go Coke.
1: Do you remember when vanilla Coke first came I out? S- <laughs>
0: Yes, I do. Man, that was like life-changing for me. And you know what? I'm going to say this also. Might be an unpopular opinion. Vanilla cherry coke just tastes like vanilla coke.
1: I don't yeah, I, I can can't see tell that. the difference. It tastes the exact same to me. Mhm. I would think No, hear me out. Okay. Have you tried Dr Pepper cream soda? I'm not a big cream soda kind of guy. Ooh. Sorry. I'm being disappointed you like that. Go but. ahead and say whatever you're gonna say. Um, Mass murder. <laughs> Are you picking Slurpee, mm. Coke, okay, or Slurpee, Dr Pepper, Dr Pepper all day? Yeah, for
0: sure, for sure. But honestly, if I I probably would go like a I usually do. I'm that guy that will do like five flavors in one. day. you know, put it do all like a la- layer, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it starts off where you get like individual flavors, but then as it melts, it becomes a whole new flavor. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing that, I would go cherry and Coke over Dr Pepper, like the red
1: and the brown. I think they had a vanilla Coke slurpee too at one it point. They might have. They might have. Okay, ice cream or snow cone. Me and Cannon were talking about this last week.
0: It's a hot day, 112. There's two trucks next to each other. You got a ticket that you can spend in one truck. There's an ice cream truck. There's a snow cone truck. What you picking? I'm getting a snow cone. Snow cone? Yeah. I think it's uh, It's about setting. If I'm outdoors, I want a snow cone. If I'm indoors, I want an ice cream.
1: See, yeah, that makes Does that sense. that make sense? Yeah, because with all the like dairy ingredients mm-hmm. in ice cream, and you're yeah. out in the heat, it, it makes you feel like Complete, yeah, Whereas like, a snow cone, I feel
0: like it just cools like your core. Yeah. Down. And it's
1: still cold.
0: Your inner body temperature yeah. brings it Especially down a little bit.
1: Especially if it bit. has the little gumdrop at the bottom.
0: You're a gumdrop guy. Huh? I love it. Do you have a it. favorite ice cream? Like, um, like I- any, any favorite ice cream. Like off the truck or like, like any. any, any like it can uh, be from a specific restaurant and it's a specific flavor or it's like a one tub that you can get at the store. I think I have two. Breyers, which is, like, they kind of make the cheap ice cream. Yeah. But they have some, like, crossover where, like, Mm -hmm. they've done stuff, like, specifically with Oreos, specifically with, like, Snickers. They have a chocolate Oreo ice cream. So the ice cream's chocolate instead of vanilla, and it's got Oreo chunks in it. So mine would be tied between that. And then there was this Ben & Jerry's, which I don't really support them as a company, but they had this truffle core ice cream. Mm-hmm. So the ice cream itself was like chocolate. It had like chocolate chunks in it. And I think there was brownies and vanilla no squirrel. Like the but then the whole like center of it was just like this like perfect like core of like chocolate truffle goo. That's and it slapped. It was so good. It was so good.
1: I say for me, like <clears throat> if I'm making it myself, I would get a uh, Bluebell cookies and cream. Okay. Okay. And then um, you know, those little bottles, it's like the chocolate syrup, but it hardens, yeah. The hard shell those, that's what that's that. Shelby's favorite, yeah. she love the hard shell, Um, so good. And then I'll put like Hershey's cookies and cream, you get, like candy bars in it. Ooh, now we talk, like you know, the you, little you, you small getting down tangles. down some,
0: uh, some SpongeBob popsicles with the gumdrop eyes, I used or to the as Spider-Man's? a kid, not so much anymore.
1: No, you know. I'm going to stand for this right now because I'm a strong advocate for this. Freeze pops in the summertime, goaded. Otter pops? Is that what they're called?
0: I think that was like the, I think, I might be wrong, but I think like, like freeze pop is the general term,
1: but Otter yeah. pop was like the name brand. Yeah. And it'd be like a big old roll in like yeah. a net. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Goaded. Uh, I'll agree hot with summer, that. Hot summer I'll day. agree with that.
0: I like to let it melt halfway way you have to kind of drink it almost, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's essentially just a tube of Kool-Aid. That's all it is. Bro, and they're low-calorie. They're good. They're good. So good. good. Uh, <sighs> that reminded me. You remember the little barrels? It was like a little plastic, like, it looked like a wood barrel, and it had, like, tin foil on top that you'd peel off. The juice? Yeah. Yeah. Those are good.
1: Luke will get those I mean, they're they're terrible so, now. Like if yeah. I have it as an adult,
0: yeah. I'm like, this is awful. Back in the it day. It just tastes like plastic sugar, you know. Um and then the uh the Kool-Aid squeezer jammers or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? I had was the more little, Capri Sun. The little dove you'd twist off the top. Mm-hmm. The little plastic model. Yeah, it was I was I, used I to always played them. with them like little yeah. starships. Yeah, so you know? did I. Yeah, yeah. I, I think everybody did. And um, you know what that reminds me of? You know what was tight? What? You remember those little toys? It would be like a dove or a pigeon, and it it could balance its beak on the tip of your finger. So like the whole bird would be stretched out, but it was weighted to where it would perfectly balance on its beak, and you could just like hold it like this. I don't remember that, bro. There's no way I'm you thinking don't remember of that. the bird that
1: like dips its beak in the water. No nah, bird balance toy. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. First thing that pops up. There's no way you don't remember this, bro. Those things. You no. never got to play. Man, I'm gonna have to Amazon you one of these. That's that's childhood. I remember like some of the stuff. you never messed with one of those. No. It just it's perfectly weighted to where it bal- the whole thing just balances on the beak. So you can like hold it just by the beak and it'll just like float there. Mm-mm. Dang, those things were so tight. I'll tell I tell you what, Pete, does anyone out there? Y'all gotta know what I'm talking about um i can't be the only one that
1: remembers did those. you in school did y'all have like people come to school and like like it'd be like Shoot some kind of uh, what yeah we weren't there yet <laughs> <laughs> i went to school in the 90s no they'll have like presentations oh. they'll have people that like, yeah yeah like the stack cups you remember those no that that you was after talk- that was after my time but you know what i'm yeah, talking about my though, era right?
0: was um yo-yos were real same big. we had those um, the stack cups was a little after me that's what that sample from that Skrillex song is from, <laughs> right? Maybe.
1: I don't know. Yeah.
0: The one where it's like, yes. Oh, my God. That's from a Stap Cup. Right oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that. And then you had the people with the yo-yos. And then the only presentations we
0: got were like um, about like sexual assault or like the, <laughs> what was that, that crime dog or whatever, you know? Uh, like a dude hold and a on. dog. Give me, give me a second. It wasn't Scruff McGruff, but it was no. like a knockoff. Scruff dude, McGruff. Yeah, I'm to. It was remember. like our local police force had their own I almost said Hank the Cow Dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: those books were so good. They're though. still good. What are you talking about? Yeah, I have a few of them.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was like a Scruff McGruff knockoff. What the? And it's it was like a, I I want to say it was like our local police, yeah, had their own version of like it was like a dude in a dog suit that would come and talk to you about crime. Those were the only ones we got. Like as far as assemblies, it was literally like, "Hey, like it's literally McGruff the crime dog. So it was Scruff McGruff, I'm oh. telling you. Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois. Six oh six five two. I'll remember that till yeah. the day I die.
1: Um Him and Reagan. I don't know. think it was him though that came to the school. No, I think they like branded it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I remember him being in a cop costume, whereas he's wearing like a trench coat. Like he actually looks like a creeper.
1: No, I remember the trench coat, okay. my time. Well, anyway, um, Fushigi. <laughs> Man, it's been what all a, over my wardrobe. Like crap, dude. Oh, you remember those? those I, little do. Infomer- I do. I <laughs> do. <laughs> I remember, I remember infomer- the most. And obscene. I used to
0: love so much going to the as seen on TV aisle in Walmart, mm-hmm. where you would see them all there. You know. It was remember, like it was like seeing a celebrity. Like you'd see the infomercial and then you'd go to Walmart
1: and be like yeah. they got it Well like when I was younger and I was seeing that and I was like, Yo, they lied to me. This some bullshit. Yeah, this thing don't even float. Yeah. But it'd always be like the weird stuff. Like but that to wasn't for kids. Fushigi kids
0: grew up to be like a light light dancer fingertip rave kids, you know? There's it's, Fushigi kids. It's the same it's the same energy you know who i'm talking about they got the lights on the tips of their fingers yeah. and they're all boop, doom, 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 you know? <laughs> that ted cruz looking dude i sent like you the on tiktok
1: Neo-Goss underneath that bridge for the yeah they're always dancing it, like but just with your fingers or something yeah
0: anyway Ugh. coolest thing i ever did with my fingers was tech deck
1: oh man what a time
0: i used to rip dude i'd, I'd stack all my textbooks up and like make little did you ever the sub- parks out of them and stuff did you ever used to play with it in class? Yes. That's why yeah. I had my textbooks. You know, that was all well, I, did. I thought you
1: were setting it up at home, you know. At no, your desk. at
0: home I had like real stuff. Mm. But in class, yeah. Just ripping, you know? Just absolutely ripping. If you could pick top five toys from your childhood, what would it be? Stretch Armstrong. Okay. Uh okay, let me take that back. I had a stretch armstrong. But stretch armstrong has an arch nemesis named Vacman, okay? He had this little hole in the side of his head because he had, like, a crazy helmet on, and it came with a vacuum pump that you would put in that hole, and you could actually suck all the air out of him, which would make him, like, stiff, and you could pose him. And then you could release the valve. All the air would rush back in, and then he was, like, floppy, like Stretch Armstrong, where you could, like, stretch him all the way across your room and all that other stuff. And I had that toy and like it went everywhere with me. I took it to the store with me. I drew tattoos all over him and like sharpies and stuff because mm-hmm. it was that weird rubber, like kind of fleshy material. Um, he was like my wrestling buddy. Like I'd take him out in the backyard <laughs> and I'd like do wrestling moves <laughs> on him and stuff. Like he was my best friend, dude. Vac Man for sure. He's in that list. I will want, I do want to say they don't innovate toys like that anymore. No. Do we, are we discounting, like, video game systems? No, you can count it. Okay. I would say um my Super Nintendo and my N64, I probably spent most of my time. If I wasn't drawing or building or creating mm-hmm. something, then I was probably playing the 64 and the Super Nintendo. Um, So I would say two. that, yeah, that could take up one slot. Mm-hmm. That's technically two toys, though, you know? Um. I don't know. Again, if you would count it as a toy, but I was like a big Pokemon card kid. Didn't you can know? count that too. Um, so Do you regret not keeping them? Yes. Yeah, because I had like all the first edition holo mm-hmm. foils. Like you know, you you don't have that foresight as a child. You know what I mean? I think I told that story on the last episode yeah. where I sold them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that'd be three. Um. What are we defining as childhood? Because I was a skater, but that was like my early to late teens. I'd say up until probably 13. Okay. So I had I was just kind of getting into skating around that time. So I don't know if I'd say my skateboard. Um, my Legos. So we got hand-me-down Legos from one of my uncles, uh-huh. I believe it was. I believe it was an uncle. But it was a large igloo cooler, the big ones, the big mm-hmm. ones, Um, filled to the entire top with Legos, like to the entire top with Legos. I mean, with with the the price of Legos today, there had to have been like $3,000 with the Legos in there. Um, Just random pieces, you know? Um, But what we would do is inside that cooler was a sheet, Mm -hmm. like a bed sheet. All the Legos were inside that. So me and my brother would drag the cooler out, and all you had to do was pick up the sheet, and we'd lay the sheet on the floor and open it up. All the Legos were there. I'd play with them, build them. Um, and then when you were done, all you had to do was grab the sheet and put it back in the cooler. So, like, clean up was super easy. But um, I would, man, I spent hours, countless hours just, just building, building random stuff. stuff. And and I also had what was called connects, which was yeah, kind of like Legos, yeah. you know. Um, those kind of things always really appealed to me. Anything where I could make my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I always wound up making guns. N- like, no matter what I was using, I made guns. Paper and tape, connects, Legos. If I could make a sniper rifle where I could actually slide a bolt back and put a magazine yeah. in and stuff, that was my jam. So what's that, one four?
1: Yeah, one more.
0: Man, I had so many toys that I was obsessed with. It's really hard to pick favorites. I had a ton of micro machines. I had this, uh, which are like tiny hot wheels, yeah. you know? But I had this, it was a van, okay? So it was like this big, so probably about two feet long, a foot tall, but the whole thing unfolded and into a micro-machine in city. No, there was mm. like buildings and ramps and all this other stuff. Um, and I I used that so much. I was always dragging that out, playing with it. I had a, what were they called? They were called creepy crawlers. I remember the commercial. It was like creepy crawlers. It was like an easy-bake oven for boys. Oh. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Um yeah, where you would pour this glue in these little molds and you would make your own little weird toys. You know, it was tight.
1: Did it have anything?
0: Interruption. Dang, David's here Dang. today. David, would you like to come say hi? We just had a sneak sneak preview. The elusive <laughs> David. If you're watching this on video, he poked his head in. And actually, um, we're over an hour, so it's ad break time anyway. Cool. So I'm sorry if you guys were really enjoying this. But when we come back, I want to hear your top five favorite toys, oh, yeah. and then we're going to get into uh, questions. Cool. All right. Be right back. Mm. Hey, Josh here. Just a quick reminder, if you're enjoying the Iron Right Tattoo podcast, it really helps us to beat the algorithm with likes, comments, and shares. If you haven't subscribed already, please do that, and don't forget to hit that bell. And if you haven't already done so, please leave us a review. Thanks. All right, so before we were rudely interrupted, we have video, we got pod bombed by David. We were discussing our top five favorite toys. Mm-hmm. I think I rounded my list out pretty well. Yeah, good, good variety enough. in there. Good enough.
1: Um, let's see, for me, I would definitely say Game Boy Advance. Mm.
0: See, I, I thought about putting the Game Boy in there too because that's where I played a lot of like Pokemon. Yeah, that's all I played. Okay, I'm gonna lump Super Nintendo, N64, and Game Boy all into one
1: thing and put it together. Yeah, that's 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 reasonable. So, Game <laughs> Boy Advance. Okay, um, the earliest toy I can remember playing with that I had for a while was a uh Batmobile from Batman Forever. Okay, and it was like yeah, it was pretty big, very detailed. It I had know that, the exact one you're talking about. Um, shoot, that um web shooter. Okay, it shot. It had a shot. The yeah, silly the string. OG, yeah, yeah, the OG yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, like
0: it, like strapped to your mm-hmm. wrist, and you put in like a silly string, and then there was like a button on your palm. Yeah. I know That's exactly. What you use that all about. the time outside.
1: It's super um, tight. Let's <clears throat> See. What else? That's that's three. That's three. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to put Pokemon cards in there too. I think that's fair, because I had just about every starter pack and mm-hmm. every first edition. Then I will say for my fifth one, man, it's so hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Hear me out. All right. Um. It was uh the first X-Men movie. it was uh it was Wolverine, but he had the you remember the suits they wore at the end of the first movie where yeah. it was like black and yellow yeah, it was that you had the
0: suit or the toy uh the toy, but it okay. was like
1: in that suit
0: while, while you were thinking, I just had this random memory unlocked of something I used to do, so I had bunk beds in my room, but it, I, it was my own room, okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like those metal frame bunk beds, you Mm -hmm. know. The bottom bunk was slightly larger than the top bunk and overhang a little bit. So what I would do, this is convoluted, so stick with me here. All right. I would take my old CRT TV, you know, the big box ones, but it was small enough that I could fit it on my in my bottom bunk. Mm -hmm. So I would put that on the bunk on the mattress with me, okay? I draped blankets over all the sides of the bunk bed so it was completely enclosed. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then what I did was I took my parents' video camera, the RCA attachments, the red, white, yellow, plugged that into the television. And then outside of the bed, I would set the camera up. I created a backdrop that looked like outer space that the camera was pointed at. Mm-hmm. And then I would go in the bunk bed and pretend like I was in a spaceship. And like that screen would show me like outer That's space. And I would like. I would, like, take, like, my uh, spaceship toys that I had and, like, hang them from strings in front of the camera so it looked like when I'd go back inside, there would be, like, a ship in space, and I would be like, oh, like, they're coming to fight me, and I'd, like, attack them and stuff, and I don't know. Very creative. I did, that was just, that was, I don't know. I did a lot of weird stuff when I was a kid. You were smart enough, though, to make that. I just knew, I don't know. I knew what I wanted to do. I would get an idea in my head and just run wild with it. And I'd spend the next, like, two days, like, building stuff and Mm -hmm. making stuff. And, like, when I did that, then I would start making weird little ships and weird little like planet scenes that I could put on the background mm-hmm. and so it would like look different on the screen you know what I mean and I would take my connects and my Legos and make like consoles and stuff that had like little buttons you could push and I'd set them in on the bed next to the TV and it'd be like oh fire fire you know stuff like that you know and uh, I'm probably like eight nine maybe ten at this
1: time so well it's like i'm a, it's kind of controversial but I don't think a lot of kids have that kind of creativity nowadays due to... Well, I I read a lot. You know, I don't count it
0: in the toys. But most of my time as a child was spent either drawing or or reading Mm -hmm. books. And it wasn't, like, just reading. I I always had to get all those, like, uh, I think they were called, like, it was, like, eyewitness or something like that. They had the little, like, it was like a keyhole on -hmm. the spine... And, you know, it would be, like, snakes. And then it was, like, a one of those books where, like, you'd flip through it and you'd learn everything you could about snakes. And it'd have, like, pictures of their skeletons. And then, you know, like, uh, I had this book I was obsessed with about bats. It was, like, a pocket-sized book. So mm-hmm. I carried it everywhere I went for, like, probably a good year and would just flip through it reading about bats, like, just reading the same stuff over and over again. So And that was something my mom really instilled in me because she was a big, like, avid reader. And something my parents did that I really appreciate to this day um, is I, ha- I had to earn toys and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I wouldn't, I, w- I couldn't just go to the store and be like, let me buy a toy, and they'd buy it for me. Like, never. But every time we went to the store, if I wanted to get a book or a comic book, they'd get it for me. They are like, well, as long as you're reading, that's fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I learned pretty young that, like, if I wanted to get a little treat at the store... I just had to go pick a book, you know? So I had hundreds of books. Um, So I think maybe that's probably where a lot of my, like, maybe imagination stuff when I was a kid Mm -hmm. came from was the fact that I was always reading and drawing and building stuff and creating. Um, And I don't think it's as fostered anymore because I'm old enough that I'm on that cusp where, like, screen time wasn't a thing. We didn't have tablets. There was no smartphones, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, If you had, like... Like, like streaming services weren't a thing, you know? Yeah. So if you wanted to watch a movie, it had to be whatever you owned on VHS or True. You know, DVD toward the later part of my childhood. But, yeah, so I think it forced you to be more creative with your time mm-hmm. because there wasn't always something new to stimulate you. Yeah. Even the video games we played, you were just playing the same thing over and over and over yeah. again, you know? Like, if you we were playing tony hawk or Goldeneye, or mario Mm -hmm. a lot of people kids these days don't understand that the mario games you start the game with three lives Mm -hmm. there are ways to get more lives but like there's no save point no like if you if you lose those three lives you start the entire game over again you know completely that's how those games used to work you would just literally play the same game from the beginning every time you turned it on you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so, yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't, I think we were forced back then to be more imaginative and creative with our time because we didn't always have, like, TikTok. Every single time I open it, there's something brand new and stimulating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? hmm You didn't have that. No. Even the coolest stuff that you played with all the time, you would
1: still get bored of, and you'd yeah. have to come up with you, something. You would have to, you, it was kind of like you're forced to be more imaginative. Exactly, because
0: everything that you did for fun was was repetition. Yeah. You had to find new ways to make it mm-hmm. fun. You know what I mean? So like uh, like the spaceship in the bunk bed thing, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Random idea I had. It was a lot of fun, but then it now fueled my creativity in my Legos because I wanted to build stuff for my spaceship. Mm-hmm. It fueled creativity in my Connects for the same reason, and then it fueled the artistic side of me because I wanted to make stuff that I could hang in front of the camera so it would show up on the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like all those levels of imagination were able to be fostered by just that one activity, you know? Um, so, yeah, and and I miss that in a lot of ways. I wish that was a thing we could give to our kids. And I guess it, it is, but there's no way to completely shelter our children from technology. Yeah, just like the constant overstimulation. Yeah. Kids are no longer, they don't need imagination
1: Mm -mm. because somebody else is doing it for them Mm -hmm. at all times. You know what I mean? So, which it could be a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. It's uh, two separate ends of the spectrum. I was going to say, um, a lot of my time, I used to, I didn't really read as much, but like I would write and I would draw, and I had this big old binder that just had like over two hundred animals and like Mm -hmm. each page you would it would be uh you could open it and it would tell you about like the animal and stuff. Yeah. And I would like try to draw out of that or um Yeah. I did this or uh do you remember zoo books? Yeah. I still those were I have
0: them here at the tattoo shop as tattoo reference. They're perfect. Yeah. The Tiger's book, the snake's book, like they're literally perfect tattoo reference. I Um, do miss those. Okay. We're at an hour fifteen. It's question time, and then we have a little surprise after the questions, but I do want to wait until the very end for that surprise, because it might ruin everything. All right. Um, bam, bam, question time. This first one here is from Allie Child. She wrote to the Iron Right Tattoo Podcast Instagram, uh, and I think this is an interesting question. Good topic of debate. Which side of the armrest is really yours at the movie theater. Mm. Now, what I think she's asking here is is it to the left or to the right? If you're sitting in a movie theater and, like, your whole row is full, you don't have any open space next to you on either side, like, as far as common courtesy goes, which armrest you take in. Now, here's the hard part, right? If you... Let's say there's eight seats. Mm-hmm. The four on the left should have to go left. The four on the right go right. Mm-hmm. Because the leftmost person that's next to the aisle, it makes sense that they would get the left armrest. Mm-hmm. There's nobody on the left of them. Same with the person on the right. Technically, the entire row could go right, but at some point, someone's going to get two armrests. Yeah. You know?
1: That's a. It's a good one. Uh, Because originally I was thinking everybody goes to the left. But what about the guy at the right? Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Now, just the guy at the right, just he
0: got lucky and he gets two armrests. Everybody would have to pick a direction. But I would say the caveat to that is movie theaters are no longer designed that way. Mm -hmm. Now they all have recliners in them with little tables and little Mm -hmm. cup holders. So I would say your cup holder is your armrest. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know? Because most of them, like the ones here in town, will have a cup holder, and that cup holder has a table on it, that Mm -hmm. but it only rotates one direction in toward the seat. So you couldn't, like, rotate both tables into one chair. Each chair gets its own table. So I would say the cup holder that is attached to the table that is attached to your seat, that cup holder armrest is your armrest. Final answer. Which? Is normally on the right. It is usually on the right. It is usually on the right. I think that answers it. I don't know. Are there any theaters
1: left that don't have like the luxury loungers? I haven't seen one. I don't think so because the Colleen one has it now. Yeah, That was like the most like around here. That was like the most ghetto movie theater. Yeah. So I think your
0: cup holder. Also, I think you could say right. Just because statistically, there are people st- are right-handed. most people are right-handed. Mm-hmm. Being left-handed is much more rare. So statistically, I I think I would go right. I think yeah. I'd go right. I think if the theater has no armrests or, or no uh, cup holders and like tables and stuff, it
1: splits down the middle. One half goes left, one half goes right. What if that's the reason why they created those? It's like, oh, not about having luxury. So, we got to determine like this whole armrest situation.
0: Maybe it also could just be because the movie theater industry is dying. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because of sure. streaming. And when the pandemic started, oh, you could yeah. rent every new movie. Mm-hmm. Like the same day it came out in theaters, you could rent it for 20 bucks at home. And that's still cheaper than what you would spend to go to the theater. And I think that's just like the nail in the coffin. It's going to be like another five to ten years, and you're just going to see like abandoned theaters. Yeah, everywhere. And it's
1: sad because that's like like a family thing. You look yeah. forward to going to the so movies and fun. having that experience. Like know? I love that. I love that experience. I have nostalgic memories for that. You know, what it's I mean? been a while since I've been in a movie theater that's packed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the same viewing room, man. It, may, it really makes me think like how much longer will movie theaters
0: be around. Logan asks, how many potatoes can you fit in your glove compartment? I think this is a loaded question that can't be answered. What kind of potatoes? You said loaded. R- red little baby russets, you know? Uh, we talking yeah. we talking uh Idaho grillers, you know? Mhm. The big boys. And what kind of vehicle do you drive? Not all glove compartments are created equally.
1: Well, I'm going to go based on my glove compartment and regular, like, potatoes that come in a sack. I would say about... I'd say about six. Final answer. No.
0: I think I could get at least 13 in. Yours is deep, though. But here's how. I mash them. No dead space. Mm. If I put mashed potatoes in my glove box, I can fill up every little nook and cranny. You can get more potatoes in that way. That is true. There's no negative space between the potatoes. You know? Final answer, 13 potatoes mashed. No seasoning, because now you're wasting space on pepper (laughs) and salt. We have one final question. Gigi. Do you guys watch... Iceberg videos slash consume that kind of content. If so, what kinds? Do you know what she's talking about? No, I do. Okay. I so there is this large subset of YouTube that has come up that I remember seeing it for the first time like three or four months ago, and now I see it everywhere. So it's called the iceberg video. So essentially, an iceberg in real life, you know, a small portion of it is sticking out of the water, and most of it's underwater, okay? So what it is is it'll be like, oh, the conspiracy iceberg video and then at the top and the, and they'll go over the whole iceberg and at the top will be like very common stuff that everybody knows and then at the bottom it's like super dark super obscure you've never heard of it and then everything in between kind of falls on that
1: so it's like a measurement thing it
0: kind of but it's to like basically you know so it'd be like oh the horror movie iceberg and then at the top would be like your most basic like horror movie, like, oh, Chucky, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like something everybody's seen, everybody knows. And then at the bottom, it'd be like uh that one gore video that came out on that Mexican cartel website 13 years ago that nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it gets get really you. obscure and like it usually typically will get a lot darker. So it's basically
1: like a, a ranking system.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, let me and, and so the YouTube aspect of it is relatively new because I think it started as a Reddit thing. So it's um, like a form where of... it would be a, a, a picture of an iceberg, okay? That would have words. Look, here's a picture, and yeah. please, for the love of God, Josh, remember to put this on the YouTube video. Uh, okay, the first one I clicked is called the Star Wars iceberg. Okay. Uh, So at the very top is like Star Wars related things, but they're common knowledge like Mm -hmm. E.T. in the Senate, you Mm -hmm. know, like it's a weird little fun fact, but everybody knows it, you know. And then as you come down, it's like uh, more obscure stuff, Han Solo's hell, you know. And then as you keep coming down, it's stuff that like nobody knows about, you know. What's on the bottom? The bottom is Supernatural Encounters, Zool... Jebby Rainbow, Rango Tell, Vader Monsters, TK Seven Tens Actor. Like, see what I'm saying? It's like stuff that you don't even know what it's re- referencing. Like you know, fan fiction. Um, Star Wars City, 1985. Uh I don't even know what TMS is. What is TMS? This is the TMS iceberg, the Star Wars iceberg. Um, and, and so that's the thing is there will be like hundreds of different types of like quote-unquote icebergs. Um, you know, uh, like uh, like I said, it'll be conspiracy-related or and they know, make whatever. videos using that formula. Yeah, so then basically now these YouTubers are taking these Reddit pictures, making videos where they just explain what each single thing is. But you can see like some of these are uh, are. Like, look how many things are on this iceberg list, and yeah, so they'll make lot. like a twenty-part series covering one. iceberg. I mean, it seems interesting. It's super interesting. You're, you're yeah. learning something. So yes, Gigi, I do watch slash consume that type of content. and I do think it's entertaining. I, I, I tend, I tend to lean more toward start the beginning. And like, there's weird ones too. Like, Canon watched. Uh, it was literally like a Diary of a Wimpy Kid
1: iceberg. You know, Zooey Mama.
0: But yeah, and it was stuff like that. And then they would be like, they'd spend two minutes being like, "Zooey mama is the catchphrase from, you know, blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But then at the at the bottom, you'd be like, uh, Redditor kills himself over Diary of a Whippy. And you'd be like, what? You know? <laughs> so.
1: Oh, man. The first time I saw that movie was uh, I was going to Germany. I've never seen it. Bro, it's so cool. I think morning. I've read, like, but two <laughs> of the books when I was younger, you know? The cheese touch? Do you remember that? I, only from what
0: I've seen on the internet, like TikToks yeah. I've seen about the cheese touch. Um, cheese touch. Yeah, so that's all the questions I had today. That's what icebergs are. We only have a few minutes left, but I want to spend them doing some quality time with you. Okay. We have what has affectionately been branded and titled the Pocky
1: One Chip Challenge. Are you familiar with this? No, I've been living under a rock for the last uh, couple of years. Um, so please inform For those that are me.
0: not familiar
1: with this, uh, warning, do
0: not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capsaicin, or are pregnant or have any medical conditions. Keep out of reach of children. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or any other sensitive areas. That means your pee-pee. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. So they began selling these at CEFCO. Uh, of course, my son is a product of the internet, so he saw it. And, you know, because he sees this stuff all over YouTube and TikTok, stuff like that. It's like, oh, I want to do it so bad. I want to do it so bad. So I'm like, all right, let's go grab some. So I took a picture of this. This is a warning label that they have hung up in the store for the employees mm-hmm. that are selling these chips. It says, please read this warning. The Pocky One Chip Challenge is an extremely spicy, underlined, tortilla chip made with the Carolina Reaper pepper. Please educate store employees on the intensity of this product. The One Chip Challenge is not intended for anyone sensitive to spicy food, allergic to peppers, blah, 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 all that stuff I read uh, earlier. Underlined, it says keep out of reach of children. Wash hands after eating. Side effects may include general discomfort, sweating, nausea, or vomiting. Employees should encourage consumers to participate in the one-chip challenge off of store premises. And they tell you when they sell it to you, like, you're not allowed to eat this here. You have to take it somewhere else.
1: Yeah, because they don't want to get in trouble.
0: I'm not eating a whole chip. I'm this, not either. This thing is $8, and it comes with one chip, alright seven ninety nine for one chip, which... That's marketing genius. To be honest, they can sell one chip for $8. I can get two bags of Doritos family size for that. However, uh, this packaging, like it comes in this box that looks like a coffin. And it comes with like a poster inside. All this weird... uh, rules for the challenge and then the chip itself is individually packaged in this one like blister pack. Uh recently they added blue food dye to this. So this will actually dye your tongue blue. And the reason they did that is because YouTubers and people on TikTok were eating blue tortilla chips instead of and saying that it was this and then being like, Oh, it wasn't that bad. I'm fine, you know. So now it'll actually dye your tongue blue so you know that you ate it. Okay. Rules for the challenge. Eat the entire chip. No. Uh, two. Prove it. Show us your tongue. Three. Wait as long as possible before drinking or eating anything. And then f- the caveat or the, the s- sub note, the footnote is post your reaction on social media with hashtag one chip challenge and mention pocket chips. Um, there yeah. is Uh, this poster has like a a chart on it. How long can you last before you short circuit? And it says eating or drinking anything for relief. So that's the challenge: is how long can you go without drinking after you ate it? One minute powerless. Ten minutes powerful. Thirty minutes supercharged. One hour invincible. Uh, I will also be drinking immediately. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this challenge to its full potential. I'm not eating a whole before chip. you open it. I'm, I I'm just gonna, gonna wash my hands really well okay you're supposed to do this with gloves if you do this at home wear gloves or something um because like if i were to accidentally rub my eye after i touch the chip like it could like make you blind and put you in the hospital or something um h- how much do you want to do
1: um less than
0: half preferably bro you trying to do less than that I mean, I'm doing it with you, and I have to tat today. Like one of us has to actually work. So,
1: <clears throat> well, I'm gonna have to go get food later, and I'm gonna have to like, yeah, we. Cry that's the thing. Right we now. don't even have food right now to fix this. You know.
0: <laughs> Cheers. Uh, let me see. It's all under my finger. Do you, Bro, do you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right, yours is like two millimeters bigger. Do you want to trade? He's so sweet. <laughs> You ready? Uh, yeah, right. unfortunately. IRTP, Pocky One Chip Challenge, live on the podcast. Here we go. I would recommend, what I'm going to try to do, I, I don't want to leave it in and around the mouth for too long. I'm going to try to get it chewed and swallowed as quickly as possible. I would also say, because I eat a lot of spicy wings, the less you let this touch your lips, the better. Okay? Try to get it back in the, because the lips burning is the worst part. All right? Mm-hmm. You ready?
1: Yeah. All right, let's do it. Three,
0: this. two, one, go. It tastes like ass, too. It's not a good chip. You going to drink or you going to wait? I'm going to wait. It's already started. <coughs> it's... It's bad.
1: Yeah, it's pretty hot.
0: Um, It's not. No. It's getting worse. I was going to say, it's not that bad, but it's definitely getting worse. Oh, man. I'm not I'm, I'm not, <coughs> not going to try to do the how long can I go. I'm just going to drink. Are you trying to see how long you can a, go? A little bit. Ugh. Well, because I can tell you right now, I could make it. Like it wouldn't be fun, but I could wait ten minutes or whatever. You yeah. know, but I'm not gonna drag this out and make these people listen to us go uh, uh, for ten minutes. Yeah,
1: this is miserable.
0: It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I tried to keep it all like as much on my teeth as possible. Like away from my lips, I away from my up. tongue. It's it's it gets you in the back of the throat real good though.
1: I need water. Ooh. I'm done. (laughs) Hold on. What? Thank you, guys. Peace. Later.